we can make it our life's work to go from serving like white supremacy to fighting for and declaring liberation and doing everything we can to make liberation accessible for anyone who's who's willing to willing to fight for it as well. Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast to help you live boldly, fight for the freedom you are worth, and do the redemptive work in this world that we are all called to do. Here, we deconstruct systems, thoughts, and ideas that have been holding us all back from being everything we are called to be by having tough conversations that intersect faith, self-worth, social justice, mental health, motherhood, careers, and more. The goal? Change the world. One conversation, one act of resistance, and one person at a time, starting with ourselves. Why? Because you are meant for this life that you have been called to. Hey everyone, welcome back to Meant For This. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to be coming at you with another episode. It's so weird to be doing this again, but I'm not going to I'm not going to get into that too much. If you are new here and you haven't listened to the first episode that launched with season three two weeks ago, please go ahead and give that a listen. Um but I will just briefly explain that it's been a long time since I've been back behind the mic of my own podcast. You all know that I've been co-hosting Black Girl Voices with Siobhan Montgomery Haynes, and that's been going great, and we still have weekly episodes, but I missed my own show. I missed you all. I missed Meant for This, so we're here and we're doing this just a little bit differently this time because each episode is bi-weekly, every other week, just to allow myself to be a real human being, to be a homeschool mother, to create content, to do all the things that I am supposed to be doing. So can't push myself to have weekly episodes. So it just means that you all will be able to, let's see, uh, you'll, you'll be in higher anticipation for the next episode. But without further ado, let's dive in. So in the first episode, I kind of just explained to you what's going on, why the shift last year, really 2020. Oh my gosh, it is 2022. I thought it was 2021 for a second, but 2020 was when my content shifted. I began the year still talking about motherhood and still talking about intentionality in motherhood and routines and systems. And I began to kind of shift in walking in your calling. I was talking a lot about just really owning that calling that God has given you, whether that be motherhood or something else outside of motherhood, both all those things, but especially those of us that had these big desires to do something else outside of motherhood. And through thinking that that was going to be the shift in my content, I ended up shifting my content into a completely different realm, talking about white supremacy, which has been a, to be honest, of the most vulnerable thing I have ever done, like ever, ever, ever done. 
because when I entered into the online space as a content creator many years ago, I entered into predominantly white spaces, assimilating myself to fit into those spaces and just trying to make that work. Essentially putting my blackness aside, putting aside so much of myself, so much of my identity to make sure that I appeal to the comfort of the predominant white women that dominated the Christian online space and the motherhood online space. And when 2020 and everything that happened in 2020 went down, I was like, yo, enough is enough. And actually, I'm lying to you. It was 2021 that I shifted my content. I apologize. 2020, I began just dabbling in having the conversation a little bit more. I I could no longer say, ignore the things that were important to me, considering what was going on in the news with everything that happened with George Floyd's murder and the Black Lives Matter protests sort of exploding around the world. And then 2021 was when I really felt led to do a complete 180 and shift my content. And I started talking about white supremacy and racism, and I never looked back. And through even that shift in content, that has shifted directions a little bit as I struggled to really figure out like what direction am I taking this? Because I didn't want to come across as an anti-racist educator because I don't consider myself to be an anti-racist educator. I don't consider myself to be a DEI person um, or consultant or what have you. That's not my role. There's so many people out there that have gone to school for DEI consulting and work professionally in DEI spaces. And those are like, that's, that's great. That's their lane. However, as a black person and as Yes, as a black person and as somebody who realized so much of the root of everything that I've done being being white supremacy, I'll explain that in a second. I can't not talk about racism like that. That all fits into it. But I was really struggling with like, okay, I'm not a DEI consultant. I'm not an anti-racist educator. What is the purpose of me sharing this content? What is this about? Am I an activist? Like, what am I doing? And through just kind of feeling it and really for the first time, just allowing content to come to me, allowing things to flow through me, not trying so hard to plan everything with a motive, with like a sales motive. Like I, I, all of 2021, I didn't sell anything. Like I literally did not funnel you to a freebie or funnel you to a membership or funnel you to joining a program or um or signing up with me to coach and and I'm going to be real with you that that has felt so good and that's another episode for another time just about like the whole business aspect of things behind the scenes I'm going to do an episode for you all and I'm going to I'm going to make sure you all understand and get the tea behind that I didn't do any of that in 2021 like legit and yet my my online platform skyrocketed. I the Lord continued to provide money to continue to provide income through donations um, from you all, which has been amazing. And now I have a Patreon that you all can join. That's the only thing that I'm now doing to essentially quote unquote make money is you know taking do- donations and having you all sign up for Patreon if you all want to support. That's it. Real 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 simple. Okay. I say that to say, like, I just, 
I allowed things to just happen, just allowed the content to flow, just literally took it day by day. And through that and a huge faith deconstruction process and mental health struggles and mental health breakthroughs and the pandemic and, and everything, I, I just continue to say, I, Lord, what are we doing here? And through that, God led me to liberation. So what do I do exactly? Girl, I still don't know. <laughs> Let's be real. I still don't know. I'm a writer. You all know that. But I, I, my content is about liberation. Liberation from the chains of our white supremacist society that has had a hold on us since the beginning of its creation. That's deep. That is deep. And that encompasses everything from racism to hustle culture to beauty standards to diet culture to workplace culture to perfectionism, self-worth. It literally encompasses everything to motherhood as well. To, to childhood. It encompasses everything because white supremacy is literally the ocean we are swimming in. White supremacy culture especially. And I realized that what I've needed the most has been the liberation for myself from white supremacy culture. I realized just how much this was having a hold on me so much so that I couldn't help but make this the direction of my work. That said, once I was able to really have this clarity and this peace and this understanding of what this work is supposed to be, I knew I could get behind this mic again. Even though it's been like a whole year almost since I've done this podcast, I knew I could finally get back behind the mic because I knew I wasn't going to be winging it. I wasn't going to be just hoping for the best. I knew that I actually had something to bring to the table here to serve you all through this particular platform um, of content, this particular content platform. That's my intro, y'all. So the title of this episode is all about white supremacy and how we're all suffering at the hands of white supremacy why white supremacy is the reason why we struggle to love ourselves and that when I had that realization that was like the the biggest mind-blowing eureka moment that I think I've ever had like oh this is why I have struggled for the majority of my life with loving myself. I thought it was all me. And I'm sure those of you out there that have struggled with loving yourself, which, spoiler alert, is all of us. All of us struggle with loving ourselves. 
There is not one person that's exempt from this. There's not one person that's exempt from self-deprecating thoughts. There's not one person that's that's exempt from struggling with self-worth. There's not one person that's exempt from feeling like they have to earn approval or earn worthiness or earn love or, or earn their place on this earth or earn something. There's not one person. Think about the Enneagram, for example. Each of us have these Enneagram numbers and... Individually, they all seem so different, right? The person that's the Enneagram 7 is like, oh, I'm so fun and this, that, and the other, and I love to seek out fun. And the person that's the Enneagram 3, like me, for example, loves to achieve goals. So you would think that just the Enneagram 3 or maybe just 3 and the 1 struggle with self-worth. But the truth is, if you read the core fears of every single Enneagram number, at the root of all of these is... A struggle with self-worth. It's just how that struggle with self-worth has been, I, has been, um, how, how, excuse me, let me put it this way, how each of us identifies that struggle with self-worth and how we essentially deal with that through our different personalities that we have. So my personality is going to deal with a, with a struggle for self-worth different than your personality. So somebody else who, uh, someone's personality that, that's like the Enneagram 2, that's very, just I want to give all the gifts and I want to give you all the attention and I want to earn love through loving you. Whereas for me, I want to earn love through achieving a goal or being accomplished in some sense. Or the Enneagram 7, who's trying to escape sad and bad feelings by going out and having fun because they don't almost feel worthy of even having those sad and bad feelings and it's there there's a struggle with self-worth at all of them and there's a there's a fear that's attached to all of them and you can you can see the link of self-worth in there why because we live in a society that tells us that there is always a standard to be achieved and we should always be striving for more and where we are is not good enough. Who we are is not good enough. We must be doing more. We must be doing better. We must be climbing a ladder of some sort. We must be achieving higher. And this is this is this exists literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. It exists. Of course, we see it with our diet, our beauty culture, our diet culture. We see it with our workplace culture. There's always another position to go for. There's always this goal, this this, this idea that you should be aiming towards getting to the top, aiming towards being a manager, aiming towards being a boss, aiming towards being an entrepreneur, aiming towards tenure, aiming, aiming towards something. You got to climb the ladder of success. That's the way that our culture has been set up in school, in in public school, in private school, in our school systems, the way that we do education, we teach our children that they should always be achieving more. You should be doing extra credit. You should be getting the A. You should be the captain of the team. You should be in a million different activities. Always be doing, always be achieving more. You're better when you have when you've met these expectations or exceeded these expectations, but if you don't meet and exceed expectations, then you're trash. This is literally how white supremacy culture teaches us and tells us that we are never good enough. Once we hit a target, once we hit a goal, well, then that, there's just another goal to achieve or that target moves in some way, shape or form. You could get to your ideal weight, but then you see somebody that's smaller than you or stronger than you and think you got to keep going and you're never satisfied. There's always this moving there's this moving standard that climbs higher and the and the more we try to reach it the further or the higher it climbs 
That's white supremacy culture. And, and I get that. Here, here, here's, here's what I think a lot of people struggle with. If I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people struggle with tying this to white supremacy. And throughout this podcast, I'll be teaching you all why it's tied to white supremacy, helping you all understand why the white supremacy that we've been taught in history, we just think white supremacy is just men in white men in, in white hooded caps lynching black people in the South. That's what we think of when we think white supremacy and the extremist groups, the extremist white supremacy groups that exist today. Nobody has really, like when I say nobody, I mean like nobody in actual pu- the public sphere of society, the, pu- the, the leaders of our country, the government of our country, the news of our, the, the people that we look up to, that we, that we look to for information, for news, for, for leadership in our country, none of that sphere has actually admitted to the fact that white supremacy rules our nation and that it's in every literal corner of our society. No one has admitted to that. Many activists have. It's in many books. Many of us over down here creating, doing this education, this research and this content and creating it and, and, and learning more about it and realizing this is what's going on. But it, as far as it reaching like the actual leadership of our country to the point where things could really have effective systematic change, that, that hasn't happened yet. And it's hard to, to, to reconcile. It's hard to, to come to terms with the culture of our society being linked to white supremacy. And I, I understand why one might be hesitant to admit that or to accept that. Hopefully, through listening to this podcast and following some of my content online, you're, you'll be able to make more of those connections. But I'm not, I'm not going to dive into the history of that today. That will be in future episodes. So just stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. Make sure your notifications are turned on so that when you, when I launch more episodes, you know and you can listen and you can glean more information as the show continues throughout the year. Today's episode, however, is all about how we can identify that white supremacy affects us and how we should be focusing on liberating ourselves and each other from that. And if you ask me, this should be our only resolution going forward here on out is true liberation true liberation from this society that wants us to conform for validation. We don't have to do that anymore. We can free ourselves from that right now. And yes, it will be hard. It's not as easy as just saying, I'm freed from that and then walking away because you're still in the society and you're, and you're going to be met with, you're going to be met with aversion. You're going to be met with, with, persecution for trying to live your life differently in a world that says you should live it this way and this is what you should be doing and you and if you don't do it you don't fit in you don't belong you're not worthy even though this is supposed to be the land of the free when you really think about it we are not free because we are all serving white supremacy in some way shape or form all of us none of us are exempt from that but we can make it our life's work to go through 
go from serving like white supremacy to fighting for and declaring liberation and doing everything we can to make liberation accessible for anyone who's who's willing to willing to fight for it as well. Not everyone will be. And that's not it. If someone's not willing to fight for liberation or declare liberation or want liberation or achieve liberation, then that's on them. But for anyone who wants to feel liberated, who wants to live liberated, that that liberation can be for them. And that's that's the beautiful thing. We we do have enough freedom in our country to be able to and of course, we have the utmost freedom in in Christ to be able to say, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I no longer subscribe to this. I will no longer allow myself to serve white supremacy or myself to succumb to white supremacy. I will deconstruct and dismantle this in every corner of my life. And here's the thing. Our self-worth hangs in the balance of this work. When I just when I realized it was white supremacy culture that was what what caused me to struggle with self-worth, what caused me to look at myself in the mirror every single day and find a reason to hate myself, find a reason to pick myself apart, find a reason to to tell myself that I was ugly, that I was unworthy, that I needed to do better and be better in order to be loved. When I realized it was white supremacy culture that had been teaching me this and indoctrinating me in this all of my life, the amount of weight that lifted off my shoulders because I was like, okay, I know the root of this. I'm able to see that it's not me. I'm not the problem. This entire time I thought, I am the problem. I need to lose more weight. I need to do better. I need more energy. I should just be able to do this. I should be able to do more. I should not need the help. I should be able to achieve. I should be perfect all the time. I messed up again. Why do I suck? Literal critical thoughts that are going through my mind, and I'm sure that you've experienced much of the same. So you're literally telling yourself, you are the problem, human being you. Why are you not perfect? You suck. How dare you suck? You need to do better. You need to get stronger. You need to be more disciplined. You need to suck it up and deal with it. You need to, you need to, you need to. Thus putting yourself in a a spiral of shame. And the new year is one of the prime times for that, right? Because you tell yourself, this is going to be my year. This is going to be the year I get my ish together. This is going to be the year I finally do insert thing here. And then life gets in the way, ish gets in the way, mental health gets in the way, kids get in the way, not that they're in the way, but you know what I'm saying. Things happen, life happens, struggle happens, pandemics happen, health happens, or you try to do this thing and it didn't pan out the way that you thought it was going to for what ha- whatever reason, and you feel like you can't ever get it right, and then you are right back to where you started, blaming yourself, saying, look at you, you suck. And it's because our society, the culture of our society, is what lied to you and told you that you need to be better in the first place. That you are not good enough as you are. And by the way, the church is a really, 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 really good example of this. 
because the church teaches the rhetoric that we are not good enough, but God is, and that we'll never be. But they teach it in such a way that makes you feel like you have to earn a badge of faith, a faith badge of honor in order to be worthy. So it, it's, it exists in the church as well. And I will be doing future episodes about how white supremacy is so is, is literally everywhere and the church is not exempt from that. That'll be coming in the future. You are already good enough. And I know that sounds cliche. I know it's like, I've seen all the quotes that tell me I'm good enough. That does not help me. Or maybe it does help you when you see a quote. And if it does, that's great. I know it sounds cliche. But seriously, it is the culture of our society that has told you, you need to do X, Y, and Z to be better, to be the best, to be a better version of yourself, to achieve X, Y, and Z. And you will not be able to be content, happy, joyful, loved, peaceful enough until you do those things. And it is not true. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't have goals. This doesn't mean that you can't strive for excellence. I'll be teaching you the difference, though. What the difference between pursuit of excellence and pursuit of intentionality versus pursuit of perfectionism, pursuit of achievement, pursuit of worth, value, and validation. Two different things. But right now, Ask yourself, check yourself, which one are you pursuing? And don't beat yourself up if you realize that it's the latter. Because believe me, I've been right there with you and I still struggle with it every day. It's an ongoing journey. But when you know the root of where your struggle is coming from, you realize that it's a construct of society then you can say, all right, I can attack the problem at the root. I can begin to see where I'm getting these messages in society. Oh, okay. I see that every single time I turn on Instagram and I'm following these fitness influencers that tell me that I just have to get up at five o'clock in the morning every single day and get to the gym and then I'll be X, Y, and Z and that the way that I'm doing things right now isn't enough. That's what's causing me to feel this way. Or I'm following these Christian influencers and they get up at five o'clock every morning and so gosh darn it, why don't I? Just an example using social media, but it's everywhere, not just social media. But you can begin to see where you are receiving these constant messages of not being good enough and the, the need to improve and you can begin to reject those. You can begin to to see the way that they are systematic in nature and choose or forge a new path that works for you that is focused on you being free to be who you were created to be and nothing else. And that's it. Right now, all I want you to do is one thing because I don't want you to take this and turn it into more goals. Na 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 boo. All I want you to do is 
take any single goal that you've already made, all the big goals that you have for yourself, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, and you've made smart goals, and you've done a SWOT analysis, and you've done all these things. And I want you to take a good look at each one of them and say, am I doing this for value, validation, worth, achievement? Or am I doing this for excellence and intentionality? And really begin to to analyze that. Be honest with yourself. Figure out what you're trying to do here. And if you want your goal to be liberation, then stay tuned as I guide you through liberation in all the different areas of our society throughout this podcast. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsomlin.com slash blog. If you love what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.